Welcome, and thank you for joining our podcast, Got Any Spoons? I'm your host, Anne. I am not a doctor. I will not be offering medical advice, just sharing my stories of chronic illness and my journey, and particularly what has worked to make life do. So today I wanted to talk about something that's been pretty important in my spoony journey, and that is productivity, redefining productivity. Uh, if you go on a Google search, you'll see that productivity is defined as the state or quality of producing something. It also, on the second entry, says the effectiveness of productive effort, especially in industry, as measured in terms of the rate of output per unit of input. And then I would add a third, because in today's culture, so many times, simply put, being busy is being productive. People ask what you're doing, and if you're not telling them 10 million things you're doing during the day, well, I guess you're not very important, productive, busy, worthy, or anything else. If somebody said, what are you doing today? I'm resting. They'd look at you weird. What's wrong with you? Well, that's another whole topic, right? So about five years ago, I was in the hospital for um, 47 consecutive days. So that was a month and a half, basically, and um, had a few surgeries during that time. Um, also, made maybe wasn't going to make it back. So that was very much a pivotal point. And getting home was so exciting. But we lived in a two-story house. It was a rather large house in a Midwest suburb, five bedroom, five bath, um, a lot of space, which had served us so well as a homeschooling family of two young people uh, with special needs. One um, who shares a lot of the same health issues that I have. Um, but we could be in co-ops, we could do, we could be around each other, we could have our own space, and it just worked really well. So imagine when I got out of the hospital, um, and I had been cooking three meals a day, and it was special diet meals, gluten-free, dairy-free, uh, lots of sodium, actually, for those of you who are familiar with dysautonomia and the struggles of um, having orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, um, post-orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, you know that you really need to have a lot of salt in your diet. So there was always unique cooking, but it was always really good food. And we tended to be the house that hosted people as well, because we could manage whatever challenges the young people brought to us if they weren't already being managed I was easily adaptable to welcome them into our home which is something I still strive for uh, my health may not allow that but I do strive so when I got home and I was just sad because after a couple days of bed in my home I wanted to get up. I wanted to do something. I wanted to feel normal. And um, spoiler alert, we're also going to have to redefine the word normal because what I knew before that period of time in the hospital and what I have known since is nowhere near the same thing. So um, 
productivity for me is started with a whiteboard where I would list my top three things. And for a while, those top three things did not change. I needed to take my medicine. I needed to try to eat something. And I needed to rest. Now, that seems like it's very basic, but at the time, eating was super challenging. And taking my meds, also super challenging. Um, It was just a hard thing. And it wasn't that I didn't want to take the meds. I just kept forgetting. I had a lot of pain. And while my my support system was helping me with the pain management portion of things, there were other medications that I really felt I wanted to take responsibility for, but then I'd be forgetting them. So having those three things on a whiteboard kept it in, like, it was insight. It was in my mind. It was insight, not out of sight, out of mind. It was right there. It was clearly defined. What are my three goals for today? And my spouse and my family could support those goals. You might hear my little puppy right now whining. Oh, oh, we got the puppy managed. So um, as I was saying, I had my whiteboard and that really helped to understand what I needed to do. It also was a good gauge for my family um, as to where I was at. And that all might sound easy peasy, but for me, I had gone from managing the house, managing the schooling, managing the three meals to three things, three things that I needed to focus on. And they were on this journey with me. They very much wanted me to be there with them. And so that whiteboard became kind of a communication system for other things. uh, As I tended to have a much different sleep cycle, wake cycle, that type of thing. My husband was still going to work. Um, My kids were a bit older at this point and not doing school. They were working as well. So if I thought of something that I was going to need or whatnot, I could put that on the whiteboard. Now, I'm sure these days there's an app for that. Um, But if you're like me in old school, Uh, The whiteboard is great. And also, I don't have my apps pulled up. I didn't have my phone with me. That that wasn't where I was able to be productive. My eyesight wasn't there. Couldn't do the small print as large as I made it. Um, So the whiteboard worked. If you don't have a whiteboard, a mirror does the exact same thing. You can write on a mirror with dry erase markers Um, and then wipe it off. I've known people to write affirmations on their mirror so that they see them and they can say them to themselves in the mirror. Um, And the whiteboards can be also located in different areas of the house. Um, At that time, I wasn't able to make it to our second level or the basement because I was upstairs in, in my bedroom. I didn't make it downstairs very often And that was kind of a big deal. So um, when we're doing these things, when we're trying to 
figure out what we're contributing, what is our worth, it is very important that we bring our support system into the conversation. If the three things are being managed and you need to add another, um, maybe you already know what it is, but maybe talking to your spouse and your kids, um, they might have something to add because believe it or not, um, my husband asked for a hug for me to hug him. And we are actually a very, um, public display of affection. (laughs) We don't mind holding hands. Um, we don't really have recliners in our house. We have couches and that's because we like to sit next to each other. We like to wrap our legs around each other. Um, and yeah, we've been married nearly 30 years. So that's how we are. Um, and he just asked for that. And that was important to him. That's something that we continue to this day, um, is to give deep, long hugs and feel each other's heartbeat and connect in that moment. And, um, so having that whiteboard, having that command center, if there's two levels, multiple levels that you're able to make it, maybe that other level is more of a gen pop. Maybe you get to put what you're having to eat, what you have eaten, keep track of those things so that they can see them, that it's easy for them to, um, get at because your life has changed. Productivity is different. I would love for you to share in the comments the things that you have found that help with your productivity. Is there a system, a tool? Um, do you love a particular whiteboard or dry erase marker? Whatever it is that has helped your family and you particularly uh, redefine productivity and and what are those pro- productive things in your uh, illness journey. Remember, you are loved and you are not alone. Mm-hmm.